And we're live. Another episode of The Oddest Couple. I'm Felix Levine. To my right, John A. Light. A quick reminder, if you're watching this video, like this video, subscribe to our channel if you haven't done so already. And we have Legacy 11 Vodka that's sitting in front of us. It is 11 times distilled, 11 times filtered, sugar-free, gluten-free. So make sure you check it out. We'll have the description in that. Uh, the link to that in the description of this video. Today, we have a very special episode. Um... <laughs> This is the big, the big uh, reuniting. Uh, it's been three, a couple years uh, since we were all uh, on the same call. For for the OGs that were watching us in 2020 or 2019, I don't even know. Um, you guys watched us uh, do the Johnny and Gene show. Then a lot of things happened that we'll talk about today. Uh, but we're joined by Gene Barello. so uh, we're we see him over here, but you guys will see him much clearer. But Gene, uh, how we doing? What's up, guys? It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a What's while, up, huh? Yeah, man, it's we, good to see you guys again. Yeah, it's good to see you too. You know, the first thing hey, I got to say like is... 20, you look like you're 22 years old still, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I grew a little bit. <laughs> Baby face Nelson, what's up? All right. <laughs> um, so go ahead, John. So, so you, you remember when we started this, John, right? Nobody was around. And Bro, uh, it, it was just me, you, and Felix, and, every, and then all of a sudden we... I go away, come out, and there's 37 cooperators on the internet. <laughs> you, you know what's funny is how many guys ratted you out to, so you oh couldn't my... do the show anymore. They didn't want you to oh do the show. Oh, my God. They, wa they didn't really, want you together. That's what really started you not being able to do the show, right? That's the start of it. When they were of pressuring course. you, they didn't want you to do the show. I'm talking Absolutely. about law enforcement. They didn't want you to do the show. Yeah. Well, the FBI was, remember, they were gunning for me and you so bad, but they couldn't get you, you know, on probation. I was. So they tortured me with it, you know? So I guess a couple questions, because, Gene, you and I, I haven't, well, I haven't seen you because you haven't really been around also, but it was a weird one because I remember from one minute to the next, we get a call from the old manager, who I'm not going to name, but who was a whack job in, in his own right, um, and he says, Gene is in jail. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, I was very confused. Um, I don't know how much you're allowed to talk about that situation, but it happened super quickly. Cause then from that moment on, basically like you're just locked up again. It was over. Right. So, um, I'm allowed to talk about anything now. I'm on no probation. Um, you I went, went in get and a out how many times, how many times huh? did you go in and out since uh, we were doing the show? One, two, like three. Yeah. I thought three times. Three times. Uh, the first time. But the first we time. On, when we were on the rise and our show was just going like this, you know, everybody wanted to see it go like this. You know what I mean? And the only way they could do that is with probation. So um, they were calling up on me. People, I had victims. I have, I had victims calling up the FBI that were drug dealers saying, saying that I had this stuff on. It was crazy. They were just doing anything to get me off the air. Um, I was... I basically went to go get a cup of chili at Wendy's, and I didn't know I had a warrant. They pulled me over for a registration. I was in the white Porsche. Um, I got pulled over, and they said, you got an FBI warrant. I didn't know they filed, um, a, what do you call that, a warrant for me for probation. I had no idea. Yeah. And what was, because I think there's a lot of, like, misconceptions about what the reasons were. What was right. the actual reason? Uh, that, that time was when I got into a fight with my ex-girlfriend's, um, uh, husband and the father. And uh, do you want to talk about more about that or no? We could pass yeah, over. Yeah, still right now. I mean, what, what? So what really happened? I mean, we made up that day. It's just that uh, 
other people got in his ear and, and basically Pudgy and Anthony Conza got in his ear. They were like, enemies of mine. And they made him call the police and they locked me up one month later, bro, from when it happened. Hey, let me ask you a question because, you know, off that, uh, Vinny Sarah just passed away. So I thought I, I thought he already died a while ago. He was just very sick. I, I, I don't know why I thought he passed away before that. Well, there was a rumor that he had died a little while ago, but um, that it was false. Okay. He had just went into the nursing home at that time. I got word sat. I got word from a bunch of people Saturday. He just uh, he just passed away. How old? How old is he when he passed? Just now. He was eighty-eight. He would have been eighty-nine in April. Yeah. So you go, so you go away the first time. Uh, how long was it? It was a, it was substantial. No, uh, four months jail, six months house arrest. They restarted my probation. Yeah, they, they, I had an A class, Felix. I should have got 60 months. My prosecutor saved me on that one. So, what was you, what were you thinking when you went? Well, I mean, when you're at a Wendy's and you, you get pulled over and then all of a sudden you're back in jail. Like, were you, I mean, it must have been really, uh, mentally taxing, no? It was a fucking blindside. You know, I just got out. I walked out to COVID. Remember when we started, it was COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. It was COVID. 20, uh, 2019, COVID hit March 2020, and we were filming, like, what? A uh, March, April, maybe. Yeah, you know, something like that. Online. Right. You know, you know what? You know what's crazy? Because when we were doing it, we had psychiatrists on, on the show. We had authors on the show. We had uh, Christians that were going to church, that were ex-guys that were in prison that were going to church and helping people in, in the prison system. We had people from rehab on the show. So it wasn't completely just about the mob. It was about helping after the mob. And uh, that got turned around somehow that, you know, and we made a list. I remember me and you made a list of all the people we had on the show that was outside of the life. It was people that were helping kids now, today. Johnny, listen, I get mail, I mean literally, thousands of DMs that me and you were the perfect storm, we were the perfect fit, Felix was the perfect fit for our show, everything fit perfect. They said if we never got you off the air, we'd be the biggest mafia podcast right now in the genre, hands down. So, okay. So coming back. <laughs> so wait, so quick question. When you get to jail though, like how are you... Obviously, you're, you're unhappy, but, like, do you feel like, man, like, I f did you feel bad about what you did? Or is it anger? Is it, in a lot of ways, sadness? Because I think, too, right, you had, and I had seen it firsthand when, when people had asked me, like, you really wanted to change your life, right? You really, like, you were like, I'm never going back. Like, I'm done with this. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm t here to talk about the, you know, do the podcast and why why the mob is not good and write a book and stuff like that. I mean, what, what was going through your head and mentally, like, how are you feeling? I was so mad because I felt like for the first time in my life, I was doing the right thing. And now the government, who I helped so much, turned on me over because they were mad that they needed me for further cases. And they felt like I was hurting their cases. That's what it really was all about. They needed me for upcoming cases. And by me doing the show, they couldn't use me no more. That's what they claimed. So then when you're, and so those four, those four months that you were in jail, what, what were those like? I mean, worse than the past? Oh, wow. I was yeah. in and the so, hall most of the time because COVID was there. So I had to do 60 days in the hall in that time too. And then when you get out, how long did you stay out this, when you got out? How long did you stay out for before um, you went back? I was out, I, I got, I did four months. I did 60 days in the hall, went 60 days in population. And then I went um, six months house arrest, you remember. Then they restarted right. me probation 
fresh. Okay. And then you went back to jail again when? Uh, like a year later. And what was that one for? But I violated as soon as I got out. They were just prolonging it. Yeah, what was that one for? Violation, that's it? The bodies were attacking me, so I attacked them back, and they were all calling up on me. Probation, sending things, you know, showing them on the internet, everybody. So how long did you do on that one? Uh, 90 days. Okay, now you got out again, and then you just went back in again? Eight months. What was that one for? Uh, leaving the state without permission, um, a whole bunch of crap that happened in Florida, people saying I threatened them, all kind of fake shit. Right. But what, I had a guardian angel. I had a guardian angel, and his name was Judge Block. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. What, was, was there any truth to some of the stuff that you had been, that you had gotten in back in jail for? Yeah, so they, except they exaggerated. So when the FBI is mad at you, you know, they tend, they exaggerate things. So they turn an argument into a bar until I brandished a gun. They turned um, me going to see someone to me collecting debt money. <laughs> it just, everything started. They had to present the judge block that I was still a gangster because he wasn't putting me in jail if I'm not acting like an organized crime guy. You understand? Right, right. And so they had to present did... that to judge block. And ju- what did Judge Block, when you say he's your guardian angel, why? Why? He wasn't buying it. He was not buying none of it. He just wasn't. Like, what What would he say? They asked for years every time, Felix. They asked for three years, four years, five years. He's going 60 days, 90 days. I'm not doing it. Termination. He was just not, he wouldn't hurt me. What, why do you think, but why do you think that is? He just knew that I wasn't being my old self. You know, me and him have the same birthday. We both write books. We had a lot in common, except he's a federal judge. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know how much you have to tell but... <laughs> I left about it. I've never met I never met somebody with my birthday. It's my sentencing judge, June 6th. 1934, I'm 84. I mean, he's got uh, 50 years on me, but... <laughs> I guarantee you he didn't say me and him had a lot in common. <laughs> nah. He's a cool guy, though, man. If you got, if anyone's listening to this, if you're in the feds and you got Judge Block, no matter you're a cooperator or not, he's the best judge you could possibly get in that in that Eastern District, man. So are you? Because there was, I remember there was like an article that came out when you got locked up too that um, you had also violated. You know that you were that part of doing the podcast was like a violation or the things you were talking about or being associated with another former felon like John. Was that what? What, what, how did that play into your sentencing? Well, they just added in that I was sitting with an ex con or a felon and a known, a known formal organized crime figure. And, uh, that just, you know, that was just more stuff to add to the, add to it. It wasn't a big deal. So, they would just look at that. They didn't even care at first. We had so many people on our ex cons and felons. They only cared when the show started going into the courtrooms when, uh, when John Rubio was on our show. And that, that's what <laughs> kind of like hit us. With John Rubio. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, that's right. John Rubio was, I forgot about him. And, went, he, and he, he went, went back. And went in front of the senior fucking judge, and he's like, oh, really? You're on the internet? Get your ass in this courtroom. And that's it. It goes all the newspaper, and they started calling me like, listen, you're in the fucking new daily news now once a week, so I can yeah. let it go. It was in the New York Post, I think, remember? Yeah, we were a lot of papers. We were constantly well, we were in the, the paper, paper constantly. The Johnny G show was constantly in there with something going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> And then, and then we had uh, uh, Snow Billy on with six nine on that shooting, and when uh, Snow Billy got shot in the head, and uh, we, you know, I remember I grew up with him. I know, I know a lot of his family. I know a lot, and and then I was in the uh, Bravo Studios when six nine came in. 
came in with about I nine remember guys. You were trying to get him on. Yeah. You were trying to get yeah, him on yeah, the fucking yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He so, just recently got locked up too. So yeah, and I don't in the DR, in the DR for like hitting something, or I don't know. I think he hit a producer or something like that. Um, so wait, what were? Did you get into any fights in jail? Like, was it more like smooth sailing, kept to your own, or was it problems? The last, the last violation I got into a fight, I did, 80, I did a total of eighty days in the hole. I beat up some guy for Sam Bateman, the Bitcoin billionaire guy, the one I stole all that money. Oh, Sam Bateman freed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Wait, you were in there with Sam Bakeman? Yeah, yeah. He was in the high profile unit with me, and um, uh, some dude was <laughs> trying to pick on him and extort him, and I ended up uh, beating the kid up and going through the hole. Wait, wait, wait. So you and Sam Bakeman freed were in the same place? Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know where he's hiding any of the money? I mean, from what it, he told me, he was making legitimately a million dollars a day. So I don't know. He's saying he didn't give him nothing. So how long were you in there with him for? A little while, a short period of time, because it happened so fast. Blood kid trying to. Uh, pressed him, so I uh, I got that kid out of there fast. I took him with me. We went to the hall. Wait, so tell me a lot of your conversations with Sam Bakeman Freed, because I'm very curious. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I would just I would just say, you know, I asked him what kind of car he was driving. He said a Toyota Camry. I said, what kind of watch did you have? He said an Apple Watch. Said, what the fuck did you steal the money for? What do you look at it? <laughs> did he admit? Did he admit to you that he stole the money? No, he said. What did he say? He said that um, they're lying on him. The Informants are stating that he did it. He said he was making a legit million dollars a day, and they were just, you know, lying on him. Did he say that he did anything wrong? Was he as weird as he sounds out of jail? Yeah, super <laughs> and, and extremely nervous person. I felt bad for him. He did not fit in there. He was really nervous, you know? Trust me, don't feel bad for him. He's probably got about a billion hidden somewhere. No, John, how they're going to give him a lot of time. How much time does time. he got? Yeah, they're, they're gonna, gonna give him. Fucking... They're gonna. They're gonna give him thirty, forty years, Johnny. Well, they gave. Uh, what's his name? What was his name? Uh, they gave uh, him five. The guy you're talking about, they gave five hundred years to. I'm saying, but yeah, Bernie yeah, Madoff. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're not and, gonna and, give him and, that much. And I'm gonna tell you something. Me and him. Bernie, you... Bernie Madoff was getting shaken down. He got beat up, and and the uh, person goes took him in, and and took care of him. So when Carmine was alive, he took him in and, and took care of him. What people don't know, I can tell you, and, they and, gave him the worst. They, they gave him the worst judge. They gave they gave him the worst judge, uh, Kaplan out of the Southern District. He's the most meanest judge in the business. Um, they got like eight prosecutors on him, and they're gonna put his life. I told him, you go trial, you're done. Wait, so he? I mean, say more about how he was nervous and like he was he just petrified. Yeah, no, nah, he's just tired. His first time in prison ever. You don't know what to do. He was lost. You don't know anything about nothing. You know, that's anybody. Yeah, but especially him. What are you going to do? He's a uh, really weak kid. You could do anything to him. He, he can't fight. He ain't, yeah. yeah. Harmless yeah. dude, it's though. Not, you know, not, I wasn't yeah. having nobody pick on the dude. Dude can't defend himself. I wasn't with that. I fucking dra- ragged all day. I threw, I threw hot coffee on the kid. I almost got a new charge. They didn't, I, 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 had a, I had a federal referral. But why did you, uh, why did you feel like you needed to defend... Sam Bankman freed. I don't like that shit. I just don't like these little fake tough guys trying to pick on people. So I just wasn't happy. Did he, was he, did you ever see him after that? No, I, I went home from the box. I went there and I went straight home. So, but does he know that you were the one that defended him? Yeah, he was there. He was right there. When I hit the kid, he ran. <laughs> wow. I mean, I hope that he gives you when he comes out of this in 20 years. I hope he gives you a few bucks. He ain't coming out in 20 years. <laughs> hey. Let me get any books. Let me ask you something because you know I knew Vinny Asara since I'm a kid, and and Vinny always had money. We used, 
used to drive. We were all be on cigarette boats. He had a cigarette boat. He had a nice convertible Mercedes. I heard he's broke at the end of this. That he had no money, no money anymore. Is that true? Who? Oh, oh. Vinny Asara. Vinny Asara. He asked the, what the thing. He and what any dollar that he money? had, listen, any dollar that he had, he gambled it. You know, like I said, I took care of Yeah, I know he was a gambler, yeah. He's a, he told me, he goes, Gene, I'd rather be hooked on heroin than gambling. It's worse than that. He goes, uh, you know, he would be in the track every day, you know. I'd give him $1,000, next day he got no money. He'd go blow it. You know what I mean? I, that's the way he was. You know, he's a bad gambler. My father knew him from the track, too. But my father, they were all in the track, all of them. Oh, Your cousin was in the track all the time. Yeah. Don't be yeah. there. Oh, still he's, oh, he used to go crazy. He used to fight, yell, scream at the jockeys. But I my listen. Aunt my aunt Francie used to work in his restaurant. Remember his restaurant he had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, when he would lose, he'd come in and destroy the whole place. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The fence company, they have a lot of stuff. It's all gone, I heard. That's why I said it. Yeah. I'm very surprised that he lost everything. Gambling? He lost it all gambling? Yeah, he lost his Carvel till he sold it and blew all that money. He owned like two Carvels. Yeah, he had the one on Rockaway Boulevard years ago. you got to remember some. I don't know if you know this, because Ronnie Warnham was married to Nancy, right? I was, and Nancy, that the daughter Bliss, I was the godfather that I did that christening for. And, uh, and, and uh, Nancy's sister was married to Jerry and Sarah. They, got, they all got divorced. But Vinny and Sarah and, and Ronnie and Jerry hated each other. Ronnie Warnham and they didn't get along at all back then. Listen. I'm going to be honest with you. Vinny tried to kill his own nephew. He tried to throw him off a building. He tried to throw my partner, Bobby's father, off a building. That's his own nephew. Uh, They're all whacked yeah. out, the family. You know what I mean? And, and on top of it, a lot of guys have things wrong with Vinny. They, 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 they give his stats wrong. They say he got strained out in 1977. That's wrong. It was 69. And Monty G got strained out in 94. These guys really don't, you know, these other shows just make numbers up. It's wrong. I mean, I could correct them if they, you know, ask me. Well, I just said a lot of these guys, see, listen, we talked about this before. We know these guys. We stay with these guys. I, I know them since we're young. These other guys are just talking. They have no knowledge. They didn't stay with them. They didn't know them. They just read something somewhere and repeating it. That's the problem. Whoever's doing I'm, it. I remember when I remember when Vinny wanted to kill you because you beat up Frankie Lapp. <laughs> yeah. Frankie Lapp was tough. He's a big mother. You know, he's a big guy. Tough motherfucker. Frankie Lapp. Yeah. Tough motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, he's tough. I know, Frankie. I, I got nothing. You know, listen. That was that was orders for coming from John, you know, the father from Johnny Kinnig and you know, back in those days. But uh that that yeah, actually I talked to one of his nephews after that. And another guy, because they were trying to set me up. Uh I'm going back, I'm trying to think what year that was. But they tried to set me up a couple of times and then then they were told a banky actually was involved and the banky talked to Johnny Kinnig and then that was that. They said stay out of it. You know, so so, okay, so when did you just lastly get out? Uh, I got out September 20th. So it's been about a month? Yeah. And now you have no more probation? No more probation. And what was, do you know why, I mean, what what the judge's uh, reasoning for that was? Like, is he, he convinced that me. nothing? Yeah, he terminated me. He said that's enough violations, no more, no more probation. And so what have you been doing since you just got out this time? Well, well, wait, they, they wanted a year and a day. He wouldn't do it. They wanted one year and a day consecutive to my six months. They wanted me to come home like next summer. I would have been still in. Judge Block wouldn't do it. The 
the prosecutor, Keith Edelman, actually came down from D.C. From D.C., he used to work with me in New York. He hates me so much. Came down to D from D.C. to my court sentencing and says, oh, no, we want a year and a day. My lawyer goes to, to them. She's fighting them, going, we agreed to one year, one day concurrent. Why are you doing this? He just wanted me to get more time. Long story short, Judge Block wouldn't do it. He gave me no time, basically, only an extra 40 days. Huh. So he just and kept so, on taking my side. So now, so now you're living in Florida. Yeah, I'm in Florida. And were you on a beach the other day? Because you look a little tan. Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what are you? What's next for you? What, like, what are you trying to do? Well, like I said, I have the food trucks coming down. I'm gonna open up a tiny sausage stand. I got a few of those coming. Um, I still have my hands in the wash. I'm doing, you know, whatever I can. I'm thinking about maybe, you know, uh, a J and G reunion. We'll see what's up. That's it. I'll be on the I'll be on the sausage truck in the hot dog truck. Eating the profits. Are you Are you not allowed to live in New York anymore? No, I can. I'm, I'm free to go wherever I want. Ed, but now you just, I mean. The, to be fair, the quality of life in Florida is a little bit better. I depending. love Florida. Yeah, this is the best state. Right now, it's like 85 degrees. Sun's blazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think? Now, I know I know you, you. You definitely have gone back and watched some of the stuff while you were away and read the comments. What do you think is the biggest misconception about uh, what's been going on with you for the last couple of years? Um, I mean, there's so much stuff. I mean, a lot of this stuff is, you know, just, getting secondhand, but they said I beat, beat girl and was all, you know, they exaggerate things. You know, I never, if, if I went in front of the judge for beating a girl, up, I'd still be in jail and I'd have been in jail for years. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of things were exaggerated. You know, they, you just tried to make me look bad. And, you know, I had a lot of, me and Johnny had a lot of guys coming at us because everybody wanted our spot and, you know, everybody wanted us to be broken up. So they were saying anything about me. I was beating women up, uh, still committing crimes. I was still being a gangster. I was pulling guns on people. I had somebody from Howard Beach that pulled a gun on them. I'm yeah. like, I don't even understand this stuff. It's just made up story. Do you, are you 100% sure that you will never go back to jail? I mean, I, I am pretty sure. I mean, I'm in a little, <laughs> I, I'm in a little pickle right now again, but you know, it was a misunderstanding. You know, I'm not going nowhere though. What's the pickle? Are you allowed to talk about it? Yeah, I got uh, basically a little, uh, little situation with, with my girlfriend and it's, it's over with now basically. It'll be dropped in a couple of weeks. Okay. Um, but are you confident yourself, like, assuming that, you know, there's no other crazy yeah, situations with crime. people? This yeah. is like nonsense. I mean, I get, I get caught up for nonsense. Like, it's not like I'm out there playing with guns and doing, you know, wild shit. I'm getting caught up with, with stupid shit. You know what I mean? But, but do you think that some of it is self-inflicted or it's completely that you're just wrong place, wrong time? Uh, both. I mean, like I said, I, I don't know. I just, I, it's hard for me to walk away from things, but I've been trying, you know what I mean? What, if, what do you tell yourself? I mean, how are you when, when you say I'm trying? Like, what does that look like? Because I think there's a lot of people that like they, they don't know how to walk away from things or and and it's important to it's important to know, you know, when and how. Right. And, you know, it's, it's hard from when I used to be in the street where guys, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, these Florida kids, a lot of them are weird. They they like to like start things and then they call police. It's weird. You know, I can't understand it. Like they'll act tough. And then when they see that you're tougher than they like go oh, well, I'm, I'm calling the cops I says well you were just talking that totally tough shit now you want to call the police on me well what happened to that well where'd that go so you know you have a lot of that going on too out here so i'm not used to that in new york i'm used to people just you know going crazy on each other so a little different 
I see. Yeah. No, I was laughing. That's what I was laughing. Which side? So, so let me ask you: you Got any plans this week? What are you doing? Nothing at all, really. I mean, um, just hanging out. I'm by. Uh, I'm supposed to be seeing Eric in a little while. You know, I'd say really. Okay. Our yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, with me. He was. Well, you know that. Yeah. Yeah, he's back he over here now. So, um, yeah, that's really it. I'm trying to, you know, basically just get myself into living again. Um, there's a lot of haters, Johnny. We got a lot, a lot of haters against us, bro. Yeah, they're always gonna have that, you know. Just ignore it. That's, you know, I just did. A, I just did a show with him about Sammy because he still owes me three thousand. So, I abuse him on a, on a regular until he pays back the three thousand. <laughs> so, he's, he's a, making he's a lot a of money beat. over there. He's not paying because <laughs> he's a deadbeat. You know, that's what I said. Well, you know, he wants to talk bullshit, but then pay back the three thousand. You know, can I ask so. you? Can I can I ask you a question on your opinion on something? Because I haven't really got to speak to you about this. What do you feel about Joey Molino being on YouTube? I said, you know what? Listen, I know the guys in New York. I, you know, guys that I obviously, a lot of guys ain't supposed to talk to us. This and that they they talk to me. So, you know, their opinion of it is you're not supposed to be on there. You're right if you're on here, you know. So that's them. That well, that listen, that's their laws, their rules. I don't make them. Like I always say, you know, whoever makes them, that's their opinion. You know, I got my own opinion. My own opinion is do whatever you want. You want to be on it, go ahead. You know, I don't really care about their rules because they break all their rules anyway. So so now they can't hold him to one rule that none of them hold to. So, you know, you know, not that I'm saying, listen, no different than us. If we want to do a show or anybody else, do a show. But if they're going to call him that, you know, in New York, they're all calling him that now. So if they want to call them that, then they got to live by their rules too, and they don't. They put their hands on each other and are strained out. They, they're going after each other. Well, listen, as though they don't, they allocute to crimes. I said uh, to positions. To I went through this on the other show. They allocute the existence of the mob, so they're net rats. So he can go right back at them and say, "Well, you guys are fucking rats. You want to call me right? You're doing this, this, and this." So you know, listen, the guy I, wants I, to do everybody. So he's got an angle to make money. I, yeah, I, know, I, got, yeah, I, saw, I got a mixed I got a mixed thing on that because I'm gonna be honest with you, I think it's a full blown rat move. I'm a cooperator. Um he's telling Brinks truck stories, he's telling crimes, he's telling guys where he dropped the money off. It's just a lot of details. I mean, he's giving nicknames, his show is his nickname. I think it's basically the same as us having a show. I don't think it's any different. Um I, I that's my opinion. I mean, you know, you, you watch Skinny Joe, that's his known mafia nickname. He was the acting boss at one time. I mean, the Philadelphia mob to me and a lot of New York guys is a complete joke anyway. So, I mean, it's not like he's going to have any retaliation. Well, on I, I, well, I got to tell you, I live down there. So I know a lot of those guys, to be honest. Listen, if they lived in New York, there's 100 guys in every corner. So they wouldn't last the same way. But I got to tell you, a lot of those guys were dangerous. I know a lot of them. They were killers. They were shooters. So I, I do say that about them. But they don't have the 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 the... The manpower and the uh, the uh, this the same thing we we have in New York. You got five families here with a thousand guys every fucking corner, so it's a little different. You the know, whole but, family has fifty members in it. We got that just in Ozone. No, I, no, I, that part I understand. You know, and I said that, but on a lot of those guys I knew were tough guys. You know, they were friendly with me, so they weren't do they weren't dogs. And and one thing I did say about Joey, good, good or bad, or different. When he was younger, he wasn't a typical guy that didn't do some things. He 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 did do like I don't know what he's talking about on there, but he did do a, a armored car. He did do uh, some shootings. He did do some things. 
you know, I, I don't pay attention to his life anymore. He, you know, there's some good qualities about him that I've said in the past. You know, he was good to his friends. They stayed friends their whole lives, you know. But doing the show itself, the rules are the rules, and these New York guys are saying he's a rat. Now, that's the New York guys. And if I know Joey at all, and he's probably saying, I don't give a fuck what they think. And that's what, and really, that's what I would say. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. He, he's finding an angle to do something to make money. Well, that's what he wants to do. Well, but, you know, that being, listen, that being said, whatever, you know, he, he, he. I was going to announce this. John Rubio personally called me, told me to tell you that he'd love to come on and talk about Joey Molino because Joey Molino says he doesn't know who he is. And he goes, well, he has tons of stuff he could tell you that he does know who he is. And, you know, he's a little upset about it. So he's dying to come talk to somebody about it. And uh, he says he's going to expose his whole shit. Of how he wrote, he said Joey Molina wrote his judge a letter on some rat shit. I can't give too many details, but I got some info. <laughs> well, off camera, I want to hear that conversation. <laughs> yeah, he says he's got a lot. So yeah. we'll see what we can My, do. Maybe we can do a little I, got, I, I only got a bullseye on one guy, and that's Sammy Bull. <laughs> bullshit. Sammy Bullshit. Sammy Bullshit. I got a bullshit. What are your thoughts on that? I got a personal bullseye, and I hate to bring his name up, but Johnny, this stack. I mean, I'm telling you, this guy, he's a nobody. He, he talks so reckless. He, he used to smoke crack with his mother in a bathroom. And this guy is literally fucking bad about us. Putting, putting things up about us nonstop. Who, yeah. Who is this? Stacks? Stacks. Where's he from? Um, Connecticut. He used to be like a gangster disciple or something like that. He has like the, he's like a crackhead somewhere, and he just loves just loves putting Tra us all he over. Ain't no gangster. He ain't no gangster disciple. He only gets views. When he talks about us, every if you look at his other shoes, it's like eleven views, ten. Once he brings up your name, my name, Ooh. Dominic, any of us, that's it, thousands. That's it. Stan he, he said he 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 said he was a gangster disciple. I don't. I, I I had a video of him getting beat up in his house by somebody. He was on video. They were beating the crap out of him all over the house. It looked like bum fight. Uh, I have yeah, no he idea. Ain't, he ain't he ain't all gangster disciple. I'll tell you that. I know. Yeah. Well, that's my target. What what's your what's your thoughts on this on what our episode on Sammy Gravano? That's not my era, um, so I know he would know a lot more. The only thing that I knew coming up was that he was the underboss of the Gambino family for like three days, and um, and one shooting, one. Yeah, I didn't you know I don't know one. I don't know. See, that's not my era. That's that's his era, so I can't elaborate on him. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? He knows all that shit. I was I wasn't even born yet. Yeah. Well, Sammy should stay in Arizona and, and shut the fuck up because and he had 16 facial faces. Remember, we were getting had, him on our show. He was going to come on us first. He, had, well, he called me day and night. I'm the one who put him on the show in the, in the first place. He came to me to come on was, these things. He was coming on our show. I, I spoke to his son and him. They said, yo, he's coming on to do the interview. Then I got violated. And then uh, when I was a judge, I heard you all fighting, beefing. Yeah, well, he's he's wet in the bed. He's got no balls. They said he snipped him off, so he lives in Arizona. So you know that that's that's, that's not going to change. That's who he is. Where were we were doing? We were walking around New York. We knew you on the Judge show. We were going to restaurants. We were going to we were in we were with uh, the lawyer in friggin' the Peter Lopez in Brooklyn. <laughs> what lawyer? Oh, oh you're doing that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Barry, my boy, I love Barry Levin. Yeah, he's uh, he he. We were with him and Peter Lopez eating. Yeah, 
Remember we were we were in uh we were in Bay Ridge and then we went to the uh the beach over there. The, the guys pulled alongside us with the car taking pictures. <laughs> Wait, what about me and you were next to Blaze Carrasco? He's seen us doing like this. <laughs> <laughs> it was sick. <laughs> oh yeah. man. That was on Atlanta Gavin, you remember. Listen, I'm not yeah. on probation anymore. We could have fun a little bit. He looked at yeah, us yeah. like this. He looked at it, we looked at him. And we just like, oh, he just went, oh, <laughs> 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 uh, it's funny. Other question, who, who was your lawyer for through these past couple years with everything? The same one? Oh, I love her. Nancy and Ash. She was like my family, man. Why, what do you think it is that she did? I'm curious from like a legal perspective that saved you so much time. She's, you know what it is about? She's a great writer. Her, her, what she writes, she's brilliant. The things she, that's the way she could write her ass. So she writes, she thinks to the judge, it's like, the judge even goes, wow, this is a great thing you wrote me. Like, I could just write this lady. You know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> I swear to God, she would write these things. She's great. And, um, the judge would acknowledge every time, like, you wrote me a beautiful thing on, because remember, they were trying to ban me from writing my book. They said that it was, but she got them on the Michael Cullen Act, the, with the Trump. Remember? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Colin Dak, whatever his name is. So she wrote that and says that he, he got taken out of jail. You can't put me in jail for my book. So she wrote the whole thing up on it, and we won. They couldn't take me from writing my book. Do you... I'm curious, when you were in jail, did you get any outside information on, like, what was going on in the mob genre podcast or books or stuff like that? Everything. Active guys, non-active guys. Yeah, I'm still... I'm a, was, I still talk... I still talk to people at Howard Beach. I don't say who, but I still know everything that goes on. Who is giving you all the the information? I can't say that. <laughs> oh, okay. I get all the info from guys at Howard Beach. You know, I get a lot of info. I knew that uh, Ronnie, he went to the box of beating somebody up recently in Allenwood. I mean, I knew what was going on with the Mafia podcast. They're very spying with each other. I was talking to Dominic Sicali a lot while I was in there too, though. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, it's good seeing you again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, well, anyways, we we obviously uh, hope never go to jail again. <laughs> um, you know, and that you're you're it's, we're happy to say you're doing doing better. And um, you'd be like the Johnny Carson show. You come back every month, every week as the, as the new special guest. Remember how you used to come at the beginning like that? Then we started doing it full time. Listen. Well, listen, our idea, we did, it was brilliant. It blew up. Everybody ran with it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know, got their own shit, you know, but nobody did it like we did it. You know, so I don't care. We started it. We were the most controversial. We always said what we wanted. We never held back. We weren't trying to be, you know, we just we just said what we, what we wanted, bro, and that's why everybody likes us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was raw. Um, well, we appreciate you taking the time. I'm sure we'll see you very, very soon. Um, is there anything you want to plug while you're here? Oh, my Instagram, uh, Gene Barello, as usual. Um, like I said, my book is the bestseller right now. It's selling like crazy. Um, I ha I'm doing a show with um, these actors are coming up. I'm going to do a show with them. They're going to, they were each trying to get my book and turn it to a screenplay. So we're going to see what happens. I'm going to be on that podcast with them in a couple of days. And um, that's it. You know, like I said, I'm just trying to get my shit together, bro. I can't yeah. be a loose cannon for more. No more oh. loose cannon, bro. Stay out of trouble. Driving yeah. your mother crazy. I know. Johnny, when are you coming back down to Florida? Uh, I'll be down a couple weeks. I got to get an operation. So after the operation, uh, I'll be back down again. He's getting old. He's getting old. 
still good. Yeah, what do you now, Felix? How old are you now? Felix, how old are you now? 22? 20, 23. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. All right, well, we'll see, we'll see you soon. I'm sure everybody's happy to, to see you uh, back on the show, and we appreciate you, man. See you. All right, well. bro. I'll see you later. Talk to you soon, all right? See you in a couple of weeks. All right.